Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to New Heights Educational Group guest show, um, radio show. I apologize, there's a bit of an echo, it seems, with our program. Hopefully that'll die down as we continue. Before we begin, I would like to introduce our special guest that we had last week on our show, um, Mr. Shane Jeffries of Peace Not Cool LTD. Hello, Mr. Jeffries. Hello, Caden. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. Thank you. As uh, Mr. Jeffries mentioned also we have our very special co-host too Kathy Woodring and she can give a nice warm welcome to the audience as well we're really happy to have her too good morning Kaden and our afternoon Kaden and Mr. Jeffries good to have you both on the show today so before we begin um, our bullying part three with our special guest we have some announcements as always Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. Now we are ready to dive right into the content of this show. As we discussed on last week's episode, bullying is an important and expanding issue in America's education system. Last week, we welcomed our very special guest, Mr. Shane Jeffries, to share his personal experience with bullying and how it can be prevented. Again, Mr. Jeffries is a founder, is the founder of Hates Not Cool LTD. He was a victim of a bully when he was 16, suffering a traumatic brain injury. He spent months fighting to regain his life and is now traveling to schools to educate young people on the seriousness of this issue. Today we are going to finish this series on bullying with a more in-depth look at the most recent and pervasive form of bullying in today's generation, cyberbullying. 
to start, we'll share an article on cyberbullying from kidshealth.org, and then we will go to Mr. Shane Jeffries for more insight on his experience sharing the message of anti-bullying in schools across the nation. So to begin, surviving cyberbullying, this is a little anecdote, uh, a story of a child in eighth grade named B, um, and about his experience with cyberbullying. Lee was in eighth grade when mean messages started. The emails, texts, and posts got worse. It was so bad that she eventually changed schools. Leah says she has come through the experience more self-aware and compassionate towards others. It was a terrible time, she says, but with counseling and support from adults and friends, she was able to make sense of what happened to her. Most people know about cyberbullying, and here's some suggestions on what to do if you or someone you know is involved. So first of all, what counts as cyberbullying? Cyberbullying is the use of technology to harass, threaten, embarrass, or target another person. Online threats, rude texts, opening tweets, posts, or messages all count. So does posting personal information or videos designed to hurt or embarrass somebody else. Cyberbullying also includes photos, messages, or pages that don't get taken down even after the person has been asked to do so. In other words, it's anything that gets posted online and is deliberately intended to hurt somebody else. In some situations, cyberbullying is considered harassment intimidation, or mean comments that focus on things like a person's gender, religion, sexual orientation, race, or physical differences fall into this category. Whether it is done in person or online, this type of meanness counts as discrimination and is also against the law in many states. That means that law enforcement could get involved and bullies may face serious penalties. Some schools or other organizations might make the distinction between bullying and harassment. That's because of legal differences. That's because of legal differences in definitions from state to state. But to the person being harassed or bullied, there's no real difference. It's painful to go through, no matter what you call it. Online bullying can be particularly damaging and upsetting because it usually is anonymous, anonymous and hard to treat. People can be tormented on a 24-7 basis anytime they check their phone or computer. Sometimes they might not know what's being said behind their back or where the meanness is coming from. Online bullying and harassment can be easier to commit than other acts of bullying because the bully doesn't have to confront his or her target in person. And so now I'm going to turn this over to Kathy on virtual acts and real consequences. Thanks, Caden. A cyberbully may feel distanced by anonymity, but because virtual acts have real consequences, the role technology plays in our lives, there is often no place to hide from bullies. Online bullying can happen at home, school, or anywhere else people go online. Sometimes online bullying, like other kinds of bullying, can leave people at risk for serious problems. Stress from being in a constant state of upset or fear can lead to mood problems with mood, energy level, sleep, and appetite. It also can make someone feel jumpy, anxious, or sad. If someone is already depressed or anxious, 
cyberbullying can make things much worse. It's not just the person being bullied who gets hurt. The punishment for cyberbullies can be serious. More and more schools and after-school programs are creating systems to respond to cyberbullying. Schools may kick bullies off sports teams or suspend them from school. Some types of cyberbullying may violate school codes or even break anti-discrimination or sexual harassment laws, so a bully may face serious legal trouble. With the ramifications of cyberbullying, why do people do it? Why would someone be a cyberbully? There are probably as many reasons as there are bullies themselves. Sometimes what seems like an online harassment may be accidental. The impersonal nature of text messages, posts, and other ways of communicating online means it can be hard to figure out if someone is joking or not. Most people know when they're being bullied, though, because bullying involves relentless insults or threats. The people doing the bullying know they've crossed the line, too. It's not a one-off joke or insult. It's constant harassment and threats. With this in mind, Caden has some excellent comments. Thank you, Kathy. Now I'm going to illustrate what to do when you are um, experiencing cyberbullying yourself or know somebody who is bullying or being bullied. If you're being bullied, harassed, or teased in a hurtful way or know someone who is, there's no reason to suffer in silence. In fact, you should absolutely report uh, upsetting IMs, emails, texts, etc. Tell somebody uh, is the main thing that you should do. Most expert, experts agree the first thing to do is to tell an adult you trust. This is often easier said than done. People who are cyberbullied may feel embarrassed or reluctant to report a bully. Some may hesitate because they're not 100% sure who's doing the bullying. But bullying can escalate, so speak up if you find someone to help you in your situation. Most parents are also concerned about protecting their kids, but sometimes they focus on taking all precautions to stop the bullying. If you're being bullied and worried about losing your internet or phone privileges, explain the fears explain your fears to your parents. Let them know how important it is to stay connected and work with them to figure out a solution that doesn't leave you feeling punished as well. You may have to do some negotiating on safe phone or computer use. The most important thing to do is to first get the bullying under control. You can also talk to your school counselor or trusted teacher or another family member. If the bullying feels like it's really getting you down, uh, as if it's affecting your sleep or concentration, counseling can also help. If you're not ready for that, you can still benefit from support of a trusted adult. Another thing that you can do is to walk away. What you've heard about walking away from a real-life bully works in the virtual world, too. Ignoring bullies is the best way to take away their power, but it isn't always easy to do both in the real world and online. If you see something upsetting, try to step away from the computer or turn off your phone for a while. Don't respond or forward the message to anyone else. Instead, find something to distract yourself from what's going on. Do something you love that doesn't give you time to think about what's happening, like playing the guitar, going for a run, or immersing yourself in a book or movie. You can also just chat with a parent or sibling or play with a pet. Taking this little break 
allows you to keep things in perspective and focus on the good things in your life. It also gives you time to figure out how you want to handle the bullying. Additionally, resist the urge to retaliate or respond. Walking away or taking a break when you're faced with online bullying gives you some space so that you won't be tempted to fire back a response or engage with the bully or bullies that you might regret later on. Responding when we're upset can make things worse. Standing up to a bully can be effective sometimes, but it's more likely to provoke the person and escalate the situation. Taking a break from the situation and gaining perspective gives the power back to you. Although it's not always a good idea to respond to a bully, it is a good idea to save evidence of the bullying if you can. It can help prove your case if needed. You don't have to keep mean emails, texts, or other communications where you can see them all the time. You can instead forward them to a parent or save them onto a flash drive. Report bullying to your service provider. Sites like Facebook and YouTube take it seriously when other people use their sites to post cruel or mean stuff or set up fake accounts. If users report abuse, the site administrator may block the bully from using the site in the future. If you're being harassed by someone sending you mean texts or emails, you can complain to the phone service or email providers such as Gmail, Verizon, Comcast, and Yahoo. Also, block the bully. Most devices have a setting that allows you to electronically block the bully or bullies from sending notes. If you don't know how to do this, ask a friend or an adult who does. Most importantly, be safe online. Password protect your cell phone and your online site. And change your passwords often. Be sure to share your passwords only with your parent or guardian. It's also wise to think twice before sharing personal information or photos or videos that you don't want the whole world to see. Once you've posted a photo or message, it can be difficult or impossible to delete. So remind yourself to be cautious when posting photos or responding to something, someone's upsetting behavior. Now we're going to turn it over back to our special guest, Mr. Shane Jeffries, with some questions concerning the topic of cyberbullying. So to start, um, just to reiterate, Mr. Jeffries goes from school to school presenting anti-bullying messages. Um, and so my first question would be, during your presentation at various schools across the nation, have you been able to address the issues with cyberbullying? Yes, I have, because it's a very hot topic these days, cyberbullying, and it's very, very sad, because a lot of people who are cyberbullied feel like they can't go on, and sometimes they commit suicide, what they call bullicide. So I do talk about cyberbullying, in my presentations. And do you have additional tips um, to what we discussed earlier in the article as to how you can respond to bullying so that you can get the help that you need and hopefully stop the harassment? If you're being harassed uh, in any type of cyberly way, tell an adult contact the authorities, the police, because you don't have to put up with it. It's just totally 
unnecessary. You know, kids do this stuff. They, it's an easy way to harm somebody because they're not physically doing it, but sometimes um, emotionally hurts worse than physically. And kids need to, well, the bullies need to realize uh, when they send things to hurt somebody that they can't rewind time and bring them a hurtful message that they've sent back. And the bad thing is that it's not just one person viewing it. It's many, many people that could view it. So it's really, really hurtful. And Judge Milan from People's Court has a great perspective when it comes to cyberbullying, texting, harassing, emails and such. She says, think it, forget it, or write it and regret it, which people should keep in their minds at all times when they're gonna do something hurtful because you can't bring them back. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Mm-hmm. And as we discussed also in the article, at least one of the way to positive things of cyberbullying is that you can save the evidence. And I know that there are legal repercussions for this. And you yourself took legal action against your particular bully. Um, have you had any experience or have heard from the students that you've presented to um, discuss the consequences of cyberbullying from the legal perspective? Because a lot of states are taking cyberbullying very seriously in how they treat it legally. Um, just because of how damaging it can be, as you said, it can lead to very distraught students, um, so much so that they do harm themselves. And so have you had experience or knowledge of some of these consequences of cyber being a cyber bully legally? Yes, I have. I know a couple kids that went to um, the juvenile detention center due to cyber bullying others. And like I said, there's there's got to be consequences. You know, if there's no consequences, then why would a, a bully quit bullying? They just continue doing it. So there's got to be consequences for bullying. 
in shape for form that you're bumming. And uh, a lot of times, if you are being bullied again, just block people. Um, just be safe with your passwords so nobody can hack your page and uh, try to hurt you in that way. And just be um, aware of everything when it comes to cyberbullying because it's very, very prominent in the technology technology world. Uh, when I was in school, there wasn't cyberbullying, so it kind of makes me feel old, but I'm not old. But, you know, it's a lot different these days. Technology is great, but sometimes it has bad to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and especially with the access that children have to it at such a young age. I remember even myself, when I was younger, I didn't have a Facebook until very recently, until high school. And so it's amazing to kind of think of how quickly we've all become so used to being connected all the time, and it's definitely led to things like this. Uh, even myself, I feel old because I feel like it's that it's odd for someone who's only 10 or 12 years old to have a Facebook. And so yeah. that's one of the concerning things about technology, especially for parents, is that you really want to be aware um, of the activity that your children are performing in online. And I know that when I was a child, I wasn't necessarily fond of having my parents always hovering over in my back with technology um, as such. But unfortunately, it is important, as we've talked about today, uh, it is important to monitor your child's use of the Internet for things more than just cyberbullying. Um, and I'm that's one of the reasons that we at New Heights and Mr. Jeffries shares this message to also inform parents who may not be so versed in technology to really understand the consequences and the dangers of both cyberbullying and even just protecting your children from accidentally sending something to somebody else that may seem like harassment. Uh, I know that a lot of times, and I'm sure you've probably experienced this too in your presentations, but a lot of times children don't really understand what can be considered as offensive or bullying and so will make mistakes by sending things that are not appropriate and then get in trouble for it, even when they didn't necessarily mean to send something like that. So it's very important to know the consequences of what you put out there online because it isn't retrievable. Uh, Once you put it out there, it's there for good. Yeah. Um, so, any last uh, thoughts or comments on cyberbullying from either uh, Mr. Redring or uh, Mr. Jeffries? If you'd like, we have a couple more minutes. Uh, if you had anything else that you would like to add about this topic. Well, just if parents are listening, like you stated, monitor your children and their activity online, um, you 
know kids will, your kids will tell you something, but that's not necessarily the truth, so just be aware and be proactive and just monitor, monitor what they're doing and uh, hopefully if you spot that they're doing something they shouldn't take initiative and correct them and prevent something bad from happening because uh, you know children do things and then regret later hopefully the parents will intervene and there won't be any regret from the children from something they might have done that now they didn't do so just monitor and be aware and Thank you once again, uh, Mr. Jeffries and Kathy, for being on our show. Again, we're very glad to have you uh, here at New Heights. And, Ms. Uh, Kathy, we're really, really excited for your show. Um, again, that begins, I believe, February 3rd, uh, 11 p.m. Oh, February 9th, Sunday, February 9th from 11 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please be checked out. Uh, thank you so much to the audience for being with us and listening yeah. in. Uh, for future shows, also feel free to join the conversation and add your experience. Uh, finally, once Caden. again, thank you so much Caden. for being on our if show. Caden. Mm-hmm. Caden. Yes. If I can yes. include, if anybody, if any uh, kids are being bullied or are bullying, and they have any questions uh, as far as being bullied and the bullies that want to change if they would like to ask me any questions my website is interactive they can email me and I will get back with them promptly to help with uh, if they're being bullied or a bully wants to change you know there's kids that bully and regret what they're doing, but just don't change. And if they have questions or they need help, they can contact me on my website, and you can give that if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And definitely, um, yes. If you could give my website. Mm-hmm. That's uh, HTTP um, HateNotCool.com Again, that's HTTP HateNotCool.com For more information on Mr. Jeffrey's organization and presentation Hates Not Cool LTV uh, Join us also for our next week's show Brains and School, a mismatch Thank you guys so much again for being on the show. Really did enjoy having you here. Thank you again, Mr. Jeffries, for being on our show two times. We really do appreciate the insight um, and the experience that you've shared with us. And thank you, Kathy, again. We're really excited for your show coming up. Thank you for having me. And it was a pleasure to meet you, Kathy, and good luck with your show tomorrow. 
thank you very much, Mr. Jeffries. Thank you for your interesting comments and discussion. Okay, and if anybody would be interested in my autobiography that tells my story, you can uh, go to Amazon.com. The name of my book is called End It Now. And if you have any children, grandchildren that are being bullied, they can read this book and get great great insight because uh, what happened to me can happen to anybody and I hope to not ever see or hear that because it was quite an ordeal. I'm just blessed to be doing what I'm doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, again, visit httphatesnotcool.com for more information about Mr. Jeffrey's organization, Hates Not Cool LTD. Thank you, Kathy and Mr. Jeffries. Um, have a great rest of the weekend and a great evening. We'll see you next week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.